The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 10th edition. Hope everybody had a great Monday. It was a wild one. Rainouts, Castillo blowups, Indians going off, White Sox going off. We got a full 15 games for you on Tuesday. First off, I'm going to apologize now. My internet has been in and out the entire evening. So if the quality of the podcast suffers, I apologize. I was about to not do one, but I knew you guys would want something. So the best I can do right now, this is what you get. So I hope that works out for you. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDentric or join me in the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat. It is free. Just give me your email address. I'll get you up in there. My written content on Tuesday is the free DraftKings article at rotoballer.com. Go check that out. If you get a rate and review to the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits, I'd much appreciate that, as well as the season-long content I do at Benched with Bubba. Go check that out every Tuesdays and Thursdays. And also, if you like fantasy golf, DFS golf, go check out the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast for all the stuff, the fun stuff with myself and Jesse. Uh, last, if you like to uh, play some DFS and you like to do some prop bets, go check out Prize Picks. We've been rolling over there in the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat. It's been very, very fun cashing at Prize Picks. And if you're new to Prize Picks, use promo code Bubba when you create your account and get a free first time deposit bonus up to $100. So go check out prizepicks.com, promo code Bubba to take care of your first time deposit bonus there. All right, 15 games slam. I'm going to get in here in and out as quick as possible because this internet is absolutely horrible right now. But uh, pitching on this slate, you got Max Scherzer, $11,000 at Philadelphia. All in on Scherzer made a great debut with the Dodgers in, against Houston his last time out. Uh, we know he can give up the long ball. That's what Scherzer does. He's given up pretty much a home run in almost every one of his starts, it feels like. But the strikeouts have been there seven or more Ks in um, seven of his last or six of his last seven starts and basically 20 or more DK points in all those starts. Facing a Phillies team that over the last uh, month or so, is uh, striking out 20% of the time versus righties hitting 247 with a 103 WRC+. plus, But uh, likely no Reese Hoskins again, uh, no Andrew McCutcheon. The lineup is very depleted outside of a Bryce Harper, a JT Realmuto, and the other guys that show up from time to time. So Scherzer at 11000 very, very much in play for you. Sean Manaya $10,000 at the Cleveland Indians. Uh, I'm usually not the biggest Manaya guy. He got beat up by San Diego's last time out prior to that. Back-to-back 34-plus point outings. He's basically have like a 15 plus point floor more often than not this season. Faced Cleveland a few starts ago, five and a third, seven hits, three earned, seven Ks for 15.2. You like more than that on this slate, but you got a Cleveland Indians team who did go off on Castillo on Monday, 
but they're striking out 21% of the time versus lefties hitting 262 with a 103 WRC plus. Like Fran Mill's always uh, scary. Ahmed Rosario's swinging it well. J Ram can switch hit it with the best of them. So it isn't the, like the easiest matchup, but it's weird on this 15 game slate. Pitching isn't great either. So you have to make take your stand somewhere. Manaya's at least got the ceiling we're looking for at $10,000. Logan Gilbert at 9,600. Got beat around by Texas his last time out. He's got you know, three run, earned runs or more in three straight starts. So the, I don't know, the shine's kind of wearing off of that hot run he's been having. But if you want to attack Texas, I'm always game for that. I wish it was a little cheaper, but Texas is striking out 26% of the time versus righties over the last month, hitting a buck 81 with a 59 WRC plus. So Logan Gilbert's still very much in play because Texas is just bad all around. So 9,600 bucks for Gilbert does crack the mold. Um, Toronto Adelaide is a doubleheader. We have two doubleheaders on the slate. This is one of them. Ross Stripling at 95 coming off a of gym his last time out. Seven inning game. I will take my chances. Ross Stripling, he went six innings, three hit, no uh, runs, six Ks against Cleveland his last time. He's got five innings or more in three straight starts. Um, those were the last start, 98 pitches, the previous two, 76 and 79. So we can get six, maybe seven innings out of Ross Stripling at 7,500 bucks. Definitely something to keep in mind going up against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim teams, tracking out 23.5% of the time. Verse uh, right-handed pitching with a 237 average and an 83 WRC plus. So Stripling is in play for us on this slate at 9,500. Erod 93 at home against Tampa Bay, coming off a five-inning, two-hit, no-run, 10K gem against Detroit. He struck out eight or more in three of his last five starts. Two starts ago, he got shelled. That was the problem, but uh, strikeouts were still there, which was a good sign to me. Now he takes on Tampa Bay, a team we can take. We can have some fun with striking out 25% of the time. First left-handed pitching, hitting 246 with a 105 WRC+. Plus. They're hitting okay, but those strikeouts is what we're looking for from Erod. So we can get a little bit of trouble, hopefully not six runs of trouble, like try three grand runs or less of trouble. Still get your eight-plus Ks at 9,300 bucks. Erod is a nice tournament play for you tonight. So 9K and above, you got Scherzer, of course, Manaya, Gilbert, Stripling, Erod. I go Scherzer 1. I go Erod 2 based on his price. Uh, Manaya 3, Gilbert 4, Stripling 5. Stripling is that kind of... Let's hope he gets maybe a seven short complete game for us and move on from there. Now when it gets cheaper, it's tough. Like Cortez, I like, but not at 8,500 because he doesn't go deep enough. Patino doesn't go deep enough. Strikeouts can be an issue at times. Carrasco doesn't go deep enough. That stinks. Um, or is he sucks? Casey Mize, no. So now going to Zach Gallon at 7,100 bucks at the San Francisco Giants. Face San Francisco's last time out, five and two-thirds, three earned six Ks for 14.6. He has basically 15 or more points in three of his last five starts. And I'm going to take my chances. Like, I like the Giants' offense. I have no problem stacking the Giants on Tuesday night against Zach Gallon. But if you want to go Zach Gallon at 7100 bucks versus the Giants, you definitely can just for the savings alone. And the fact the Giants are striking out 27% of the time versus righties. Yeah, they're hitting 248 with a 220 ISO and a 111 WRC+. Yes, Brandon Belt is back, and he is raking right now. You got Yaz and company. It's, it's a great lineup right now. But Gallon at 71 brings you 25-plus point upside when he's locked in. Pitching in a good old Oco Coliseum, whatever the hell they're calling it. Now that's that's Oakland, Oracle Coliseum, Oracle Ballpark, whatever they're calling it, AT&T Park. I'm a Giants fan. I can't keep up with all this. But uh, Gallon at 71 is a good punt play on this slate. Uh, Mr. The one and only Daniel Lynch, 6,600 bucks at home against the New York Yankees. Lynch has gone five or more innings and three straight starts, three in runs or less, four or more Ks and two of three, and those two of three, 23-plus points against the White Sox and the Detroit Tigers. Now you get the New York Yankees, whose offense is sputtering, in a big, big way, but they're striking out 23% of the time versus lefties. They do have a 120 um, WRC plus and a 266 average against lefties, but you can definitely have some fun with Lynch as a punt at 66. You can look at Stephen Brault at 61 where it's the St. Louis Cardinals. Brault making a second start. St. Louis striking out 23% of the time versus lefties. 
It's risky, but you can do it. Basically, there's no good pitching down here. All the pitching is top heavy for the most part, unless you want to take some chances down below. So again, Scherzer, Erod, Manaya, Gilbert, Stripling is where you're looking up top. Then down below, I like me some Zach Gallen, some Daniel Lynch, maybe some Stephen Brault if you're feeling frisky with it. That's where I'd be looking on this slate. All right, let's check out the bats on this slate again. Apologize if there's any internet issues because if the quality is bad, my internet has been absolutely atrocious on this uh, evening. So truly, truly apologize for that. Like I'm still having messages trying to send out to uh, get support on this. Um, all right, catcher's position on this slate. You could save some cash. Like you could go to Salvi Perez at 53 if you want for Nestor Cortez. But like Salvi versus lefties, don't hate it. But I'd like to save some cash at catchers for the most part if we can. Like the most expensive one I want maybe is Mitch Garver. Hit the night off on Monday. Like him versus lefties. Keiko limits the damage, though, so it's not the most ideal matchup. But you could go Garver at 43 if you'd like. Or you go down even farther with some savings. Uh, Elias Diaz is only 38 versus Odorizzi. Like that one quite a bit. We like um, some nice reverse splits for Mr. Drank Odorizzi. I want to see how Mr. Odorizzi's doing real quick. So we're going to take a brief pause in the batter situation here. And we're going to go check out Odorizzi's splits on this season. Because in most of his outings in, or seasons, he's been a reverse splits guy. So I want to see if things are going the same this season. And we got Odorizzi on the year versus right-handed hitters. They're hitting 241 with a 451 slug and two home runs per nine. When we look at left-handed hitters, 222 with a 472 slug and 1.6. About the same, little more power versus righties. Basically, Odorizzi stinks. That's what it comes down to. So Elias Diaz at 38. The Rockies could be a nice fun stack for us on um, on Tuesday night. Some cheaper options for you outside of uh, Elias Diaz. Jacob Stallings versus J.A. Happ. We always like attacking J.A. Happ, so 3500 bucks for Stallings is in play for you. And then um, maybe Carson Kelly versus Alex Wood. If you're fading Alex Wood at 31 uh, is a decent play. Wilson Ramos, if you're not using Manaya at 29, Ramos went deep on uh, Monday off of Castillo. So he's in play versus Manaya. I like Jan Gomes at 2800 bucks as a value catcher in his matchup. If Sebi Zavala gets to start for the White Sox, he's 26 versus Jax. The White Sox are very, very much in play again. If it's not Alfaro, he's been switching back and forth with Austin Hedges. Hedges is 25. He's been very productive. So if you're not using Manaya, Hedges is a good punt at 25 just to say YOLO. I'm going that direction. You could go Cam Gallagher if he gets to start for Kansas City, but he probably won't. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, other than that, check your lineup. Somebody might surprise you and get uh, put in the lineup. First base position on this wonderful, wonderful slate. Uh, Joey Votto's always in play, even versus lefty at 61. The Reds are on fire. Another great stack tonight against Smiley. I like the White Sox versus Jax as well. So Abreu at 59 you can go to. I prefer Votto over Abreu, but both are very, very much in play. If you're going down cheaper, though, like I like Otani at 54 versus Stripling. I don't like the fact that it's a seven-inning game, but the the Jays and the Angels are priced down for that. Their other seven-inning game will be Milwaukee and Chicago, so keep that in mind as well. Uh, Matty Olson at 52 is a great play, especially if you're stacking in Oakland. I prefer him in a stack over a one-off. Really good look there. Uh, Jonathan Scope versus Keegan Aiken at 47. Checks the box. If you're not using uh, Gallon, Belt is on fire, so he's 45. Same with Bellinger. I'd rather have Belt than Bellinger, but Bellinger in a better hitter's park against Noel at 44 for a contrarian play. You can go that route. Pete Alonso at 42 is a discount, folks. A big-time discount. Espino is a massive pitch-to-contact guy. I know Alonzo's struggling, hitting .086 over his last 10 games. 273 OBP, OPS of 444. He is lost at the plate. 42 is one of those gifts in a tournament. Like he could put up a zero for sure, but he could also double dong at 4,200 bucks, which is criminal. So I'm not saying use Pete Alonzo in cash. I'm not saying you have to use him, period. 
But if you're looking to stack the Mets, which is not a bad idea, versus Spino, who's a massive pitch to contact guy, a guy like Pete Alonso at 42 does not come around every day at that price point. He's lost. It could be a complete dud, but you would not be shocked if, like, the Mets go off. There's a very good chance Pete Alonso is a part of that production, um, and that's what you're doing when you're stacking. You're hoping for them to go off. Uh, a couple of sub 4K guys to go take a peek at: uh, Miggy Cabrera versus Aiken at 37. Nice value in that one. Luke Voigt, if you're not using Lynch, is 37. Voigt had an RBI single and a solo home run on Monday. So maybe he's going to enjoy some time at Rizzo's on the COVID IL. A couple cheaper guys. Jesus Aguilar at 32 is always an intriguing play in tournaments. Um, other than that, though, Rowdy Telez, it's a lefty. Probably not happening. Nathaniel Lowe at 29 if you're fading Gilbert. It's not horrible. Um, Drupal Cabrera switch hitting at 25, but uh, you're probably your best, one of your better values. I'll say best, better is uh, John Nikowski of the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's been scuffling as well with the right-handed power bat of Nikowski versus J.A. Happ at 23 as a super value. And I like Schwindel, but I prefer him versus right-handed pitching, and it's a doubleheader. Second base, Trey Turner is back. He's 5800 bucks versus Nola. Mookie Betts, you get Turner, Muncie, and Betts are all second base eligible for the Dodgers. That's absolutely amazing. They're also, you know, shortstop, first base, and outfield, each their own, but they all have second base eligibility, which is pretty darn impressive. Um, you got Altuve, but Jonathan India at 51 had another great game on Monday night, stealing bags, getting stuff done. But um, you could do that. Uh, Metal Alloy asks, is Cron worth the look outside of Coors? Yes. If you're stacking Colorado, for sure. I'll get into my Colorado stack later, and Cron will be a part of that because, again, the right-handed power versus Odorizzi in his career and even this season still shows strong. So you can definitely go there. Back to second base after India. Ozzy Albies at 49 going up against Sonny Gray. Gray's been very, very hit and miss this year. So a good uh, Atlanta stack could be interesting for you. Uh, some cheaper options. Cesar Hernandez only 42 for the White Sox. Don't mind that. Love Abraham Toro. Love the Seattle Mariners tonight, which is scary. But Toro against Allard at 42. Switch hitting Toro. Like that one quite a bit. Rate Cronenworth. He's 4K on Monday. Now he's 3900 bucks, and I'll say this much. It's probably because they have him facing Trevor Rogers. Keep an eye on that because there's a good chance I don't think that happens. We'll see. We'll see. But he's been banged up. It starts to move back, I think, twice already. And then someone uh, on Twitter asked Craig Mish, one of the beat writers for the Marlins, and Mish is very savvy with the fantasy game, said, hey, should I, ro- should I put Rogers in my lineup for the week? And Mish's answer, I would start someone else. Take that as you wish. Um, we'll see how that goes. But Cronenworth at 39 is way too cheap. Way too cheap. He's second base shortstop eligible. Uh, with Merrifield at 38 is a nice value as well. Um, go down cheaper. Jed Lowry, Adam Frazier are some nice values at 36 and 35 respectively. Corey Polanco still far too cheap at 34. Yes, he laid a goose egg on Monday, but he's playing way too well to be priced that low. So enjoy that one as well. Josh Harrison at 31 is a good value. Second base outfield for the A's. Tommy Lestella is back. He'll be second base, third base for the Giants at 3K. Not a, he's at the he's hitting farther down the order though, so it's not as much of a plug and play as it used to be. Third base position, you got J Ram at sixty one. He went deep off Castillo. He's always in play if you're fading. Switch hitting doesn't matter. But Rafael Devers is interesting at fifty nine. Patino's a great pitcher, great young arm. Big fan of Patino. Love Patino. Problem with Patino right now is he doesn't have a real strikeout pitch first lefty. He's a consistent one. We saw that last start against Seattle. All those lefties couldn't get to him. You now the the Red Sox don't bring a heavy lefty lineup, which is good for Patino, but Devers could have some fun there. So Devers is a good tournament play at 59. I'm not looking to stack against Patino, but Devers at 59 is very intriguing to me. You got Machado at 58 if you're stacking San Diego. No problem there. See who the pitcher is for Miami first. That's one thing I'd say. Chris Bryant in play at 51. He's been swinging it great. Um, Austin Riley if you're stacking Atlanta, sure. But Yohan Moncada went deep again on Monday. This boy is heating up in a big way, folks. 
Um, so get him in at 4,900 bucks versus Jacks. That's a good look for you. But Kyle Seager at 45 is one of my favorite th- uh, plays in this slate. Uh, he's swinging a well average about 10 points per game over his last 10. Plus he gets a left. And those of you that are in the Slack chat know on Saturday, I said, do not forget to play Kyle Seager versus Andrew Heaney because most people won't because it's lefty on lefty. What's, what did Seager do in his first step bat? Short portion right, folks. He's got Colby Allard tonight, so I love him again on this slate of 4,500. That we want to be um, circling, especially a part of your Seattle stacks. Heimer Camilario is swinging a very hot bat for Detroit. He's only 41 versus Aiken, so that's a nice value. Third base is a nice position to not pay up for if you don't feel like it. If you're stacking uh, the Pittsburgh, Cabrian Hayes is 4K. Uh, the Mets, Johnny Villar, third base shortstop. Mention a Mets stat versus Spino. Villar at 37, swinging a very, very good bat right now. So Villar at 37, I don't mind going up there against uh, Spino, third base shortstop eligible. Nice little value for you. Uh, some other guys, Luis Urias might get the start from Milwaukee. Remember, seven inning game, though. 3400 bucks, good price tag, seven inning game. Uh, Tommy Lestella at 3K. Luis Arias at 3K. I'd, I'd rather have Lestella personally in that in between those two. And then, you know, as Drew Cabrera at 25 is not a bad value. First base, third base eligible. Talked about him earlier, so could be intriguing. Other than that, nothing really standing out at this point in time. Got shortstop, Tim Anderson went deep again. On Monday, great play versus Jacks at 6K. Trevor Story is one of the hottest hitters in all baseball since the trade deadline. He's 5,600, so I have him circled there. Willie Adamas, he's 54. 70 in game really sucks because I loved him on Monday. It's a good spot versus the lefty steal, but um, that 70 in game could sting. But, you know, Milwaukee could be one of those. Milwaukee and Toronto, there's two doubleheaders. They're two teams that, again, in their matchups could easily put up enough runs and points and 70 to make it work. So they're not full fades, plus you get them priced down because it's only a 70 in game. So I'm not going to be like completely off the list with them, but they moved down the list because it's seven inning game. Um, going down farther though, Brandon Crawford at 47, really good spot there versus Gallon. Ahmed Rosario at 45, if you're fading Manaya, is in a good spot. Uh, Jake Cronenworth again, $3,900 and stupid. VR at 37, like that price tag. Um, going down to the bottom three Ks, Andres, Andres Jimenez at 31, if you need to. Jose Iglesias at 29, if you absolutely need to, because it's seven inning game. Uh, Kevin Newman's only 27 versus J.A. Happ. Don't mind that one. Newman from the right side. Been hitting second a lot lately. Been quite productive for Pittsburgh. So nice little value with Newman at 2,700. Nick Ahmed at 26. I'd probably rather have Newman personally at 27 versus Happ in that matchup. And then other than that, you'll have to wait and see what pops up. Outfield position, Winker's always in play. But Bryce Harper at 58, I like him a lot versus Scherzer as a GPP play. Like Harper is white hot. Scherzer gives up like at least one home run a game. It's one of those where Scherzer could dominate and give up one or two home runs, and Harper could definitely be one of them. So Harper's a nice tournament play. If you're not using Mania, Fran Mill Ray is up to 57. The price tag is extra steep, but I don't mind it at all at 5700 bucks. So that's a good look for you there. Uh, some cheaper looks. Uh, Shoyo Tani mentioned him earlier. Starling Marte is just white hot at 5300 bucks. He's one of the better cash game plays on the slate. Uh, Chris Bryanson play like we talked about earlier. Uh, cheaper options. You could go Mitch Hanniger in your Seattle stacks at 49, and you could save some cash. I, mean, I have not been using Mitchell. Lately, it's so far so good because he is hitting 275. But he's doing like nothing with it over his last 10 games. He's still averaging seven points per game, which isn't horrible, but he's priced up where you get some other discounts in Seattle's part of the perks of playing Seattle is saving some cash. So you could play him at Hanager if you want, but not one of my top plays there. Mullins at 48, I do like against Casey Mize. Not going full Baltimore stack versus Mize. You can, but uh, Mullins would be one of the ones I do like versus Casey Mize. Uh, cheaper plays going down here. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is only 47. I like John Gray a lot. I think he's a great pitcher. I'm not looking to full stack against Gray, but Jordan at 47 is always tournament viable. I mentioned, um, well, Tommy Pham's in play at 46, but I mentioned 
Toronto, Milwaukee are actually in play in the seven inning games. And one guy, George Springer, because it's a seven inning game, he's priced down to 4,600, which is hilarious because he's hitting 375 with five jacks, 10 extra base hits total, and averaging over 15 DK points per game over his last 10 games. He is just locked in. We've been playing him like crazy on this show. He's been a quick hit darling of late. So, yeah, you can do Springer at 46 if you so choose in a seven inning game. Yastrzemski at 44 versus Gallon. Don't mind that. But you still have Eloy Jimenez still too cheap at 44. Double donged on Sunday. Double donged on Monday. He had a 454-foot bomb. I expected Edwin, Edwin Diaz to pop out somewhere and point up. So it was just an absolute shot. So Eloy Jimenez at 44 I like quite a bit. Uh, Trent Grisham at 41. Don't mind that if you're stacking up San Diego. Brian Reynolds at 4K. Nice value versus J.A. Happ. So is Rex, or Robbie Grossman at 4K versus Aiken. Prefer Reynolds at the same price point. Uh, Will Myers. If it's a lefty's in play, otherwise I don't want anything to do with it. Kyle Tucker at only 4K is a a very, very nice price tag. In his matchup, Mark Connor, if you're stacking Oakland, only 39. Power's pretty much gone, but gets on base, still his bag, scores a ton of runs. Again, Toronto's discounted. Teoscar Hand is only 39. I'm going to have a Toronto stack. You get Springer at 46. You get Teoscar at 39. I know it's seven innings. I'm going to have some Toronto exposure. It's going to happen. And it's against most of my rules, but... If any, if there's a handful of teams that could exploit a seven-inning game, Toronto's one of them. Um, you got Tyler O'Neill against Brault. I like Brault, but I get it if you think he's going to struggle. Tyler O'Neill's been swinging it really, really well. Thanks for a good tournament play at 3,500. Even a one-off thrown to stack St. Louis to enjoy O'Neill at that price point. Brandon Nemo's only 3,500 bucks versus Spino. Not a bad look for him leading off for the Mets, especially if you're stacking the Mets. Adam Fraser heating up at 35. Don't mind that. Jock Jams at 34. Jorge Soler at 34. Both in play. I think Peterson from the left side is a very nice tournament play against Sonny Gray. He's got that double long upside you're looking for in that matchup. Lamont Wade Jr., if you're stacking San Francisco, if he's leading off, make sure he's leading off. But 34 gives you a nice value because most of the pieces are like in the mid-4K range. So that gives you a little discount in your giant stack if you're looking that direction. Uh, Lou Bob's back. He's 34. Brian Goodwin's still productive at 34. So both are in play. I think Lou Bob's got the higher ceiling, but Brian Goodwin's been just as effective most of the season. So both in play. And Brian Goodwin will be lower owned than Lou Bob, but both at 34, both good price tags uh, in a White Sox stack if you want to save some cash. Uh, some other ones here, Josh Harris, uh, Harrison at 31. Andrew Vaughn had the day off on Monday. Hopefully he's back in the lineup at 3,100 on Tuesday. I like that one quite a bit. Going below 3K now, uh, low Kane at 29 is a seven inning game, but that's a good price tag for some savings with that upside. Michael Conforto is only 2,900 bucks. Dom Smith, I, I, mi- I missed him a second ago. I know his price. He's only 31, so the Mets are really cheap versus Spino. Really cheap. I mentioned Pete Alonso earlier. I mentioned Johnny VR, Brandon Nimmo, 42, 37, 35, respectively. You got uh, Dom Smith at 31. You have Michael Conforto at 29. Yes, the Mets' offense is dreadful right now. Super cheap to verse a pitch-to-contact pitcher. That's something to really, really keep in mind in that matchup. Uh, even cheaper guys here. Harrison Bader's 27. I'd rather have O'Neill, but it's $800 more. So I get it. If you have to take, save some cash, you can do that. Miles Straw leading off for Cleveland at 27. Not my favorite. I'd rather have Rafael Ortega at 26 in a seven-inning game than Miles Straw, but I get it. Anthony Santander at 26 is a good value. If you do plan on going more than Mullins, you get some value in that respect. Uh, Jorge Mateo's back. He's a good value with uh, Baltimore as well at 2600 bucks. Uh, you got De La Cruz in Miami at 25. If you're looking for some Miami exposure, Jared Clinic's only 25. I don't care. He's facing a lefty. Uh, he's in play for you. And then a few others, like Edward Olivares is 24. Michael A. Taylor's 24 if you're looking for some super savings. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then 
other than that, check lineups. The, the big ones I had down here, Sam Hilliard's 22 going up against Odorizzi. I like that one. And then um, my boy Brinson from Miami still only 2K. And he's producing again on Monday night. We talked about him on Monday show. He's doing it yet again. So he's a super cheap one as well. All right, recapping your pitchings real quick. 9K and above in this order. Scherzer, Erod, Manaya, Gilbert, Stripling. That's how I'm looking at it. Stripling's a sneaky one. Seven inning game. Don't like a ton of the mid-range. So I dropped down to Zach Gallen, Daniel Lynch, Stephen Brault. That's where we're at for now. Tristan McKenzie could come into play at 75. I am kind of intrigued by his strikeout upside. He's also wild at times, but he's intriguing as well on this weird slate. So lineups will be important. Being on the fantasy DJ Slack chat will be important as we see things and talk about it some more. That is free to join. Looking at your stacks on this slate now, I don't mind Pittsburgh to be contrarian versus J.A. Happ because it's always good to fade J.A. Happ, always in play. Uh, I like Detroit versus Aiken. You could go with some Baltimore exposure, but I like Detroit versus Aiken. So your Pittsburgh stack, Reynolds, Newman, Nagowski, stuff along those lines. Detroit, Candelario is a really good one. Rex, uh, Robbie Grossman is a good one. Miggy's in play, and there's a few other pieces as well. So keep them in mind. The Mets are very intriguing and very affordable. I mentioned it. You have Alonzo, Dom Smith, Nemo, Conforto, VR, all very, very cheap. So keep them on your radar as well. Um, going on farther, though, you could look at Oakland, but I'm not really fading Tristan McKenzie, so we're good there. Cincinnati versus Drew Smiley. You have India, Fado, Casti, and then build around that with your Stevensons, your Farmers, your, farmers, your Mooses, uh, Winkers, so on and so forth. Milwaukee is intriguing. Uh, see how that lineup dictates in game two. I like Colorado versus Houston to be contrarian. CJ Cron is in play. Tre- Trevor Story is your top play there. You you pay up for Trevor Story. But you got uh, CJ Cron. You got Sam Hilliard. Uh, you got a lot of intriguing pieces depending on how that lineup. Uh, even Elias Diaz at catcher. There's a lot of mix and matches there at Colorado uh, in that matchup. Love the White Sox versus Minnesota. Start with Eloy. You got values with Lou Bob, Goodwin, um, Vaughn. You should, Anderson's in play, Abreu's in play. Start with Eloy, build around that. That's your way to go there. San Francisco's intriguing versus uh, Gallon. You can definitely look there. Toronto, usual suspects. You start off with who? Springer, T. Oscar, Shet. Build from there. And then see what the pitching looks like in the Miami-San Diego game. And that Seattle stack is very tasty versus uh, Colby Allard. You start with Seager. Don't mind Kalinick. France is in play. And then you got a few other guys with Toro. I'd start with Seager and Toro, and then you build around that depending on how things come out. But all right, folks, hope the quality was decent enough. Again, the internet's been an absolute disaster this evening. So I hope it works for you here. A couple questions. Uh, oh, thank you, Andrews and Brano. Appreciate the um, the uh, the nice words from you. I'm glad you did well this weekend, and thanks for joining the Slack chat. And then um, it's uh, Myron Kidd. The Yankee stack tilt is hilarious on social media to read. Great call on Hernandez. Thank you. I appreciate it because Yankees just aren't that – like, really, like I've said it time and time again, you got to think of baseball. You're not going to win every day in baseball. It is a very difficult sport to win in. And you look at a team like the Yankees right now, as good as that offense is on paper, it's good once or twice a week. So if you can find value pitchers against them the other days, they're going to put you ahead of the field. Like you're not going to win every night, just the bottom line. But those four or five days where they don't go off and you play that guy – it helps you out a ton. So that's what we're looking for. We know going into this, we are going to have losing nights. That is baseball. That's DFS in general. That is baseball through and through. It's maximizing the wins when we can. So that's why we do stuff like that. So thanks for the kind words, Myron. I hope you guys have a great Tuesday. I'll be back with you guys on Wednesday. But we have 15 games on on, uh, on Tuesday. I'll be in the chat. So come find me there. My written content at rotoballer.com. 
Go check out Prize Picks. Use promo code Bubba when you create your account for a free first-time deposit bonus up to a match up to $100. Also, go uh, check, uh, give a rate and review on, on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits and the Bench with Bubba podcast, season-long fantasy baseball. But I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 10th edition. I'm out. Yeah.